Hey everyone, it's Colleen. I'm here in downtown LA overlooking Spring Street with Ruthie Darty. She is a commercial interior designer and so much more. Glad you could be here today with me, this Ruthie. Is so fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's just kick this off by starting out with what keeps you on the go because you have a hybrid work life. You work from home, but then you're also traveling all about the city. Yep doing some super awesome jobs. Um, so tell us a little bit about your world. Yeah, so um, commercial interior designer, that's like what I do by trade. So that's everything from like coffee shops, retail, uh, trade show booths, stuff like that. Um, I love taking on projects that cover um, kind of like holistic projects with a brand. So everything from like branding and print and web collateral all the way down to the commercial, like commercial space of of whatever that may be for the brand. Um, so uh, I work with companies, like most recently I worked with the Giving Keys, working on an Airstream pop-up for them that will actually be at the Grove this December. So, oh. And it'll be mobile, I think, at their office all month. So that's kind of fun to like yeah. have it be around in our space. But um, so yeah, I do that day to day. And then I, my husband and I really love to travel. We do, I mean, local, like around downtown and LA to like, we just went to Italy a couple months ago. Oh, so. nice. Me too. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you go? Um, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> all over. Yeah. We'll have to chat. Later. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that's kind of like the big things, I guess, when, uh, here in LA, like we have a real good community, so we spend a lot of time with friends and like connecting yeah. stuff like that. So yeah. I know LA has just like the longer I live here, the more it grows in me as a city. Yeah, yeah, and also we're pretty active, so we like I rock climb, so I do that a couple times a week. I oh, where do you climb? I run. Um, I climb at LA Boulders in the Arts District. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. so we're you know outside a fair bit, hiking and climbing yeah. too on the weekends. So yeah, gotta keep <laughs> trying to divide. Sane. Yeah, trying to divide. <laughs> spend your time like where where you want to also <laughs> when you have to do work so. yeah okay so I, I want to dive just a little bit deeper into what it means to be um like designing for one of these projects so the sure. recent project that you just did for the giving keys mm -hmm. it's beautiful Thanks. people need to go to your website yes. <laughs> and check out the photos for that but um how do you approach a design project um it kind of depends you know uh the scale of the project whatever so if we um We'll take Giving Keys, for example. Mm -hmm. They had had this Airstream and it had been like painted and like kind of like started. Um, so I came in with um, and just talked with, them, talked with them through like the aesthetic and what functionally they needed in the space. So they had like a certain number of like SKUs that they wanted to like fit or whatever and display and store and all that stuff. So it's everything from aesthetic and like concept um, to details like how many things they need to fit so I kind of start there gathering all the information um and then uh my personal process anyways is I go and I like um kind of try to like boil down and focus like what I think the direction should be so sometimes that's through inspiration photos or like sketches or both or just material samples stuff like that um and then I'll like go back and forth with the brand to like fit to nail it all down um but I one of the things I love doing is like expressing the brand not just making something like look pretty like decorate the airstream but like expressing some story or element of the brand in whatever the build or design is um so um you know like with giving keys uh 
their thing is like stamping words onto the keys. Um, and uh, they had this idea to like put the, the um, like inlay metal letters into the flooring with like their different words. So like it kind of incorporates their brain story. Yeah, into I saw it. that. It's so um, cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, stuff like that. I think that's like the best part about design is like making it customized to whoever the client is. So, and tell like some element of their story. Nice. Yeah. Um, how do you stay organized when you're collecting all this information and then honing <laughs> in on it? Because that's yeah. the thing, like as a creative, like you're constantly accumulating and um, trying to, to focus ev- yeah. all the material uh, from from what you're collecting yourself mm-hmm. and then from what others are telling you. So how do you sift through all that? Yeah, I um, I have a pretty like, for myself, I have a pretty like step-by-step process. For a creative, I'm like a pretty... Uh, structured creative <laughs> so I have like my own clear process I think like f- like very practically I for like visual like images and just like bookmarking stuff the sounds I feel kind of lame saying it but I use Pinterest boards and I just like it collects yeah, it all there all it time. like link I can link back to stuff which is great um, so that kind of gives me like a quick bookmark um, and then I have a pretty <laughs> I have a pretty like good like uh folder system for how I like organize my work so there's like a specific folder that's like content from the client and then like my other folders so um I try to like even keep my digital stuff clutter free (laughs) so it's kind of like it's like in the process I'm like I'm like keeping what I need to keep and editing what I don't and then um, kind of compiling it, like I'll, I, I compile them in PDF so I have them all together instead of like a bunch of different images or something like that. So, yeah. So I want to take maybe two different projects and I want to, I want people to really get a sense of like what your day in the life is because sure. no day is ever the same probably. <laughs> so, um, another project that you did the first two, um, so you worked for Darlene too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you worked on a lot of their issues. Yeah, I did the first two years. The, of the first layout. two years yeah. of the layout yeah. and beautiful work. Thank so, you. from a graphic design perspective, mm-hmm. what what was a typical day in the life of that type of job? Of like magazine layout. <laughs> yeah. I mean that if you're just like watching me, it'd look pretty boring because yeah. I'm like sitting at my computer for a lot of it. Um, although, like I would, uh, depending on like if there's like a special title header, sometimes I'd like get all crafty and like use stencils or like paint something or like actually handwrite something. So, um, uh, I would typically, I mean, I work best in the morning. So if you're looking at a day, I would probably start out, um, kind of assessing what articles I needed to like lay out that day and kind of, I'd read through the article, get the content, get like the big idea. And then like, kind of like, um, almost like stream of conscious, write out ideas, like, of stuff we could do or sketches of like titles or layouts and stuff like that. Cause some, you know, some articles you can have a more fluid, like dynamic layout and some you just want like kind of straightforward or whatever. So kind of get the gist of that. And then I would like just start playing with like typography or sketch or like handwriting stuff and seeing how it looks. Um, so, um, Oh neat. So you would start like on paper. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time I would like sketch out like, a rough, I mean, we had like a, I had like established like a grid, but then I would like kind of establish like where the paragraphs yeah. went and the titles and the call outs and all that stuff. So, um, so yeah, I'd start sketching it and then, then I'd move over to the computer and like actually try it and see if the sketch worked. <laughs> Sometimes it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to 
you know, redirect, but that's okay. <laughs> Are you then like always interfacing like with the client? So in this case, it was like Darlene. Mm -hmm. um, is that like a daily thing or do you have like a uh, new structure? It's not, no, it's not daily. I'd say um, uh, my process is I kind of like have an initial meeting with them, whatever the project is, we have an initial meeting to go gather all those facts like mm -hmm. I was talking about. And then I'll kind of like, put together some direction, we'll meet again, we'll be like, yes, no, give me your thoughts. And then like, then I go into like a deep, um, I guess, concept development mode that takes like a little longer. So like, normally like on a general project, like two to three weeks or mm -hmm. so I'm spending like, and that's just so I can give myself space to like work on it, take, take a break from it, come back like mm -hmm. as needed and not be rushed or anything like mm -hmm. that. So then I'll like develop a couple, either a couple options. So like, with Darling, that's I would like basically lay out the whole magazine in like those few weeks, and then we do like for the most part like um, sometimes the content wouldn't be complete or we'd be missing some stuff. So as much as I could, I'd just like lay it out, <clears throat> and then we'd have a review, go through it, get notes, stuff like that. So and normally there's like you know two to three rounds of revisions kind of thing before we're like done. Um, but yeah, there's like a couple weeks in between, a week or a week to three weeks in between each meeting yeah. normally. And there's like correspondence in between if there's like thoughts that they have or, you know, something like yeah. that. So, well, I mean, yeah, the creative process, it's, it's, it's just like, so it's so almost misunderstood too. Like yeah. how, you know, how it takes place, the process behind <laughs> it, every, cause everyone's different. It's yeah. a little bit subjective. Um, like, do you find with your ideas that sometimes you just like, as you're accumulating information, you just have to let it like sit, like, yeah, with definitely. you. And then as you're out and about throughout yep. the day, you're like, oh, making connections. Yes, totally. And for me, it's like I can like absorb and like brainstorm and sketch and all that stuff. But then eventually I get at some point I'll get stuck and I'm like, uh, I can't like I'm not having any more good ideas. And I feel like that writer's block, creative block mm -hmm. kind of like feeling. So uh, it's been Normally, I just want to push through and keep working because I'm like, I can do this. <laughs> but I've learned that it's way better if I just, like, put it down, like, literally go for a walk, even come back to it the next day, whatever it is. But, like, being out or even – for me, it's, like, being out in places like um, like other restaurants, coffee shops, or even just walking around the city. Like, I'll see, like – I'll be walking like, oh, I see like a little color combination. That's cool. And I like snap a photo with my phone or whatever. And like, or like, oh, that material's neat. Or like, oh, that hand-painted sign on this Mexican market is awesome. And like, so like, I'm like constantly like absorbing. So getting out like helps me feel inspired. And then it kind of just trickles down into like, okay, now I'm motivated to keep working on this. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You, you need the two, you need to like, you need that balance. So uh, stepping away from graphic design mm -hmm. and Darling Magazine, so and focusing on giving keys for a second, can you talk to us a little bit about your process behind the day in the life, I guess, of working on a project sure. like that? Because that also is probably, it goes beyond the computer. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so the giving keys, that one was a little different because it had already been like started and painted and stuff like that and a little bit prepped um, by some other designers. So, um, but I came in and... A day in the life of that project was uh, normally I would, <laughs> there was a little bit of computer work, like laying out the vinyls and kind of like doing the um, the dimensionalized drawings for like the mirrors that were getting cut and the display fixtures. And then it was a lot of running around. So I was like ordering it from, ordering the mirrors from the mirror company, driving down to pick them up, like um, ordering the bases that held the mirrors and like 
order, like driving to pick them up and like, um, and kind of just assembling all the pieces. And then, and I was sitting in the Airstream in, oh gosh, what month was that? Like ooh, August, it was hot. It was, I was just baking in a hot Airstream. So, so <laughs> just sweating it out. Um, yeah, and so that was mostly like gathering all those pieces and getting them produced. So like there's computer work on the production side of it. And then once I had them all, it was setting them all up, merchandising the space, yeah. you know, installing the lighting, getting the plants, like did all that Did you install stuff. everything or did you have a team? working with you um I it was kind of like 50 50 mm -hmm. like there wasn't like any major installation that needed to be done because all the electrical and stuff had been done which is great but like vinyl someone else installed like um <clears throat> I did all the merchandising though um what does that mean like the merchandising when you say like setting it up mm -hmm. like styling it mm -hmm. so setting out we had like display trays and hang bars and mirrors so like that's all stuff that doesn't require quote installation but it's just setting it up to make it look nice and display the product well um and I did like you know the glass countertop like I did the mounting of that like nothing major mm -hmm. but like you know planting all the pots and like the all the plants in their pots and like putting them where they need to go stuff like that so that was that was um hands-on and sweaty in that <laughs> well I mean to that point like what do you wear on these jobs like <laughs> oh gosh the, on that kind of job like I was like I was like too. a hot mess <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much just wore like workout clothes because I was just yeah. gonna like sweat um in the airstream at least and which is like funny because if you go to the giving his office everyone's like super stylish and like really cute and then I'm like walking through in like my running shorts <laughs> it's like gotta not do cute. what you gotta do girl <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a workout. <laughs> yeah. That whole project. How long did that whole project take you? We did it over, oh gosh, I think we did it over, I'm trying to remember. I think we just, we did it over like two to three weeks. We did it over three weeks, but I was gone for one week in the middle on vacation. So um, it was a, it was, it was a rush, a rush project, but we kind of just like solidified all the design stuff before I left for vacation. And I worked a little bit on vacation went away for a week and then had everything produced while I was gone. Um, then needed to be like made. And then when I came back that week was installed. So it was like three weeks beginning to end. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of broken up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So you definitely have, um, very active like work life as, as far as like you're always taking on new projects and clients and, um, what's like the most challenging part of this type of lifestyle? Gosh, that's a good question. Um, I think it's figuring out, like for me anyways right now, it's like figuring out when to take stuff on myself and when to like uh, find someone else to help me, whether that's like installing like, you know, I took on like installing the glass countertop, but like in, re in reality, I should probably let, let someone else do that. Like I can do it, but like, you know, I always, uh, I think I always overassume how much I can like take on. Um, so I think finding that balance is key. And then to that point, like finding the right people to work with is also key. Um, I feel like it's like a constant trial and error. Like I have designated people that I go to, you know, for certain things, but like sometimes they're busy and they can't. And then I'm like, okay, now I have to like find someone else. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially if it's like a rush project, like giving That's hard because you, know? you don't, you know, you don't know. You've never yeah. worked with them before. So yeah. you're trying to like Yeah, you're like, oh, this goes well. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the most rewarding part though? Because... I think the most rewarding rewarding part is the finished product. Mm -hmm. Like, especially if that's a space. Like, I think the best example of that is this coffee shop in Long Beach. Um, 
Rose Park that I worked with them on pretty much everything creatively for their brand. So everything from branding to their website, like art directing their photo shoot, to their packaging, to their coffee shop design. Um, and it happened to be like two blocks from my house where I lived. So I like, it became this place like I got to go into every day and like just getting, getting to experience the final, the final product and like, um, watching other people, especially the clients, like be excited about it too, I think is the most rewarding. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, I'm telling you like this, this life, I, I guess like it's it's that constant balance of like sign, uh, trying to stay structured because you're definitely very entrepreneurial in your approach. Like you're working si- uh, solo a lot of times yeah. and then you're just like, you know, finding people to help you yeah. as you, you know, build out your team throughout a project. So, you know, having that like discipline to like yeah. hit those deadlines, um, but you seem to have it all together. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> when, Wait, when, when, whenever you're like doubting yourself, you know, where, where do you go to, to just slow down? Like, especially here in the city. Yeah. Um, that's a, (laughs) that's definitely a like practice. I'm like consistently trying to work on, especially that was like a focus for me this year was like, um, I chose a word for the year. My word was space. And that to me meant like basically like leaving margins around, like in my schedule, like very practically. And also like, um, just creating empty space for myself to like read journal whatever or just like meditate or sit or whatever or go for a walk whatever it was um so I think finding space to slow down my mornings are pretty sacred like I started um it's hard because I wake up and I immediately want to go so it's like a it's almost like a spiritual practice to just like no, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't okay. read your emails. <laughs> I'm going to go sit in the chair and like read a little bit, make some coffee or tea journal. Um, I also try to, um, like stretch or do some yoga every morning. Um, have you found that kind of, that helps you? Totally. Yeah. Um, it's still, I still find it to be a little bit of a struggle where I kind of just want to jump on like getting stuff done, but I, I normally try to give myself, so I also try to, wake up naturally. So that's somewhere between seven thirty and eight normally. So late by most people's standards, probably. Hey, it works <clears> for <throat> your schedule. Yeah. And then I give, I like give myself till nine o'clock roughly mm-hmm. to like, just kind of do whatever I feel like I mm-hmm. need that morning. And it, once I set, <clears throat> once I set the nine o'clock, like, okay, nine o'clock is about when I'll start work. Then I'm like, okay, I know work will start and it'll start soon. So I can just kind of like slow down and like, um, relax. And it's been like, I'm a like completely different person when I like Mm. actually like maintain my morning, like (laughs) schedule like that. I feel like way less anxiety, like way less stress, which is nice. So I, this is becoming more and more of a theme. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not just in your life, yeah. my life, but like the more I talk to people, yeah. I, I wrote an article on really <laughs> how to how to start your morning strong. That's awesome. It, it was more of like an experiment for me. Yeah. To be like, hey, like you know, if you start your 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 mornings off right, like it totally sets the mood for the rest of the day. Totally. And if you set it off all like rushed and anxious, it sets yes. the rest of your day like yeah. that too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm glad we're on the same page here. Yeah, totally. And I think like what you were saying earlier about like creating margins. I think for um, our type of lifestyles mm-hmm. where we are creating our own schedules, you know, and we're booking our own clients. So like if we, if we allow ourselves that space, we might, you know, miss out on a job or if, if we overbook ourselves, you know, we might, uh, you could take that extra vacation. I, I guess, 
everything ties back to slowing down and being yeah. like, hey, what, what do you actually need to yeah. have like a full life? Yeah, definitely. I think my husband's really good at uh, reminding me of that better than I am. Yeah. He'll be like, I'm like, I got this like client that wants a, that has this project, but it's like really rushed. And I'm like, I'm already feeling anxious about it. And like, it's like crunched with like whatever the rest of my schedule looks like. And he'll be like, do you need it? Or do you want it? Like, is this a project you want to do? Is it worth like, is it worth the like cost? It'll be on your schedule and your energy and stuff like that. And sometimes it is. Sometimes I'm like, totally, I want to do it like whatever it is. Um, and sometimes most of the time I'd say it's not. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, it, no. <laughs> That's nice. And like someone to bounce it off. Yeah. yeah. And like someone who will like hold me accountable to that. And also realizing like, uh, other people's rush doesn't have to be my rush or stress. Like, um, and so just cause someone comes to me like in a, in a crunch or whatever, I'm like, I don't have to take that on. Like, and most of the time if I'm like, Hey, I'd love to do this project, but I can't do it in that timeline. Like I can do it in this other timeline. Most of the time they'll, they'll come back and they'll be like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. Or like, and then it's like a much easier process. And so like kind of like setting that tone with the people I work with too yeah. is nice. So it's not as a anxiety filled of a, yeah. of a process with them. It doesn't have to be. No. You know? <laughs> it doesn't have to be. I think maybe we, we believe it and you know, it has well, to totally. be a struggle and hard and yeah. it, it, this lifestyle, it is, it is a struggle. It, it's hard, but like, I think ultimately as we progress in our careers, like yeah. you certainly have, um, I think you start to have more freedom on like yeah. the people you want to work with and the projects totally. you want to work on. So. When I think we like also, we buy into that like cultural thing of like, I should be working eight hours a day or yeah. more and like five days a week in order to like be legit. And I'm like, <laughs> that's something I'm like trying to wrap my brain around still is like, okay, I don't, like some weeks I'll work like 60, 80 hour weeks and some weeks I'll work 10. Yeah. <laughs> and like being okay with that balance is like, like on a 10 hour work week, I'm like, oh gosh, like what am I doing? I'm not doing anything. I could be working, like I could be doing so much more, but like learning to like enjoy those like yeah. seasons also is like key to being able to endure the 60 and 80 hour work weeks. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because it needs to be said. Yeah. Just this idea that, are these, there's so many different types of working styles yeah. and everyone's different. And yeah. So yeah. <laughs> and it's like, that's like the American, like, or, you okay. know, whatever the work culture It's like, and, and that, I don't like admitting that I have 10 hour work weeks. Cause I'm like, that makes me sound lazy. <laughs> no, but you know, you best and you yeah. know how hard you can work. Totally. And so it just, and I have you know. to remind myself, like, this is kind of the schedule that everybody would want. Not everybody, but like a lot of people want like, Maybe they don't want the, like, there's downsides to the flexible mm. schedule, too. Maybe mm. that's not worth it for a lot of people. But, like, I get a lot of flexibility, and I get to yeah. travel. Yeah. Like, no, it's true. That's and a great lifestyle. <laughs> well, you also, you work from home with yeah. your husband. Yeah. I just I just want to chat briefly about <laughs> yeah. that. How does that. How does that work? Yeah. Um, it actually works pretty well. Um, we just moved into a new space. Our old space, we kind of had, uh, I had a little corner desk where I'd like kind of like that face the wall. I'd like put on my over your headphones and just like zone out when I needed to. But for the most part, we're, we kind of like move between standing at our dining room table, sitting on the sofa or a chair, um, or like out at a coffee shop. And we work pretty well. It, it, it works well for both of us. He takes a lot of calls, so sometimes I'll just put my headphones on if it's distracting, but... I'm pretty focused and I can, I can work in a lot of distracting situations. So 
um, it's actually really great. Like we both are able to get like the work done that we need to get done. We stop and have lunch together and like, we'll like walk to get coffee in the afternoon if we need it. It's like, it's really fun to be able to like work next to each other, but not together. Although working together would be fun too. But, um, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It works for both of us. We love, like, we love spending time together. I know some people that just like wouldn't work personality or work styles, but it just really does for us. So. Oh, that makes me happy to yeah. hear. I love that. Yeah. I mean, talk and about building a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> and if there's like any time where I'm like, oh, I really have to get all this stuff done, like I'll like leave or, or like he'll leave and I'll work here. Like we just kind of like have a very open conversation about kind of what our work schedules look like week to week and day to day. Mm-hmm. So, so that we know, you know, like he went out into the lounge for this, like for this podcast interview. So <laughs> yeah. he's like, okay, I can move. <laughs> so before we wrap up this type of lifestyle, it's unpredictable to once yeah. you get up to a certain point, you know, people know you and yeah. they respect you and they, they know what you can do. Um, but how do you keep refining your craft and how do you keep pivoting in the direction that you want to go like creatively and professionally? Pivoting. That's such a good word. <laughs> um, well, I, I think, like, looking back, like, my career is kind of a whole bunch of pivots. Like, not big pivots, but pivots nonetheless. And I think, like, my biggest advice for people is, like, always, and I take this, like, this is how I function, too, is, like, just to always be creating. Because, like, I make a lot of stuff. <laughs> like, and I probably only, like, put out, like, a certain percentage of that. So, like, there's a whole lot of, like, making that's kind of just the exercise of making to keep, like, developing. So... When you say making, like, are you doing, like, crafts? Or I do, what yeah, are you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do sew. <laughs> so, a lot of stuff will be, like, for, like, personal projects. Like, um, like I sewed myself, like, a leather tote. Like, before we went on, like, I needed, like, a beach bag. So I just sewed, like, a leather tote. Or, like, nice. house moment. projects. Like, I designed a few, like, custom things that were getting made for this new place. You know, stuff like that. So, um, uh, yeah. So, I, I always have been kind of crafty. <laughs> um, and And also just, like, taking on, like client work like just to like new client work just to like experience and like experiment too so um um but as far as pivoting it's like I think we're always growing and changing and getting new information and uh hope that siren doesn't pick up we are downtown, downtown life <laughs> um we're always getting like new information so giving yourself the grace and flexibility to like change your direction in mind is like you don't even if you have like a five-year plan like you can change that and like um I've, I've never, never been, been one for like a five-year plan or even like a one-year plan I'm just like I don't know let's yeah. take it as it goes <laughs> <laughs> so like but giving yourself that like flexibility I think is key and just to like keep exploring new options mm-hmm. like if anything piques my interest it's like I I'm kind of like an information hoarder mm-hmm. so I'll like research and read mm-hmm. and like check it out and like go to a workshop and like mm-hmm. whatever so I think just like exploring like always exploring stuff that interests you and staying yeah. curious like will like and I just kind of always follow those things and sometimes yeah. they lead to like sometimes they lead to jo- yeah <laughs> or like a job would you yeah. say like clients like that hustle I know everyone talks about hustle hustle yeah. but like yeah I guess I, I don't know. What does hustle mean to you like, to find your next job? <laughs> or do the jobs do people, the jobs come to you at this point now? Um, 
You know, for a while, like work has been like coming to me. I'd say this year it's been a fair amount of learning how to balance the work that's already coming to me and also like intentionally um, fostering stuff that could be potential work. And that's kind of a hard balance for me because I get like so into like, oh, I'm working on this project that I forget to like do the maintaining work (laughs) also. So um, uh, yeah, I think it's a little bit of both, honestly, and like just maintaining relationships that like and conversations that could lead to future work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we ran into each other in San Francisco. Yeah. (laughs) So random. (laughs) So funny. Um, So Ruthie is in this like women's mastermind entrepreneurial group here in downtown LA and we met just like briefly there, but then I was in a coffee shop at Four Barrels in San Francisco yeah. over Thanksgiving, <laughs> and I turned around and Ruthie's behind me. <laughs> Small world. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, well, Ruthie, this has been really fun. I I think um, I think you definitely shed a lot of light on this hybrid and work <laughs> lifestyle that you know you live, and I know so yeah. many other creative people do, and you know every every type of. Uh, creative has like a different approach to working yeah um and so I think it's fascinating to hear more about your lifestyle awesome thanks thanks for letting me share (laughs) yeah of course well you have a good rest of your afternoon thanks you too bye